Hey everyone, thanks for listening to The Rooney Show. Today's podcast episode is going to be about sauna. Um, again, this will be a media review type of podcast. It, you know, Think of yourself, you sit down at your computer, you type in benefits of sauna, a thousand different things pop up. Okay, which article is good for me? Um, you know, So I'm trying to put you in my driver's seat, my point of view of this, and just go through it. And also I'll read some facts here from the uh, National Library of Medicine, and then I'll give you my opinion at the end of it. I'll try to keep this quick. The article itself will be in my link tree on Instagram. The article's fairly long, so if you go read it, make sure you set yourself like 10 minutes aside before you read it. Um, Otherwise, let's go ahead and jump into this. So this is the abstract of the article, and let's go. Okay, so components of the metabolic syndrome i.e. hypertension, insulin resistance, obesity, and others, are a leading cause of death in the United States. So, yeah, that that sounds about right. Okay, let's keep going. High-stress occupations, such as firefighter, police officer, military personnel, and first responders, increase the risk of developing CMD. Okay, CMD is cardiometabolic disease. Okay, so CMD, because they expose individuals to chronic and multiple stressors, such as sleep deprivation, poor nutrition, lack of physical activity, and physiological stress. Interestingly, heat exposure, and more specifically sauna bathing, have been shown to improve multiple markers of CMD, potentially acting as a hormetric sensor at the cellular level and in the whole organism. Therefore, sauna bathing might be a practical and alternative intervention for disease prevention for individuals with high-stress occupations. The purpose of this review is to detail mechanisms and pathways. Okay, so uh, let's keep going here. If you're a veteran like myself, this might be a good article for you to just go read. Um, But by all means, Keep listening to podcasts because I'll give you my my summary or my uh, two cents here at the end. So, again, this is a very long article and I'm boiling it down. But the introduction states, Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death in the United States among both men and women, accounting for one in every four deaths annually. Moreover, high-stress occupations, which we've already covered, have an elevated risk factor. Uh, let's see. And some of those risk factors include obesity, heart disease, sudden cardiac death due to multiple stressors encountered within their own occupation. Additionally, chronic exposure to sensors such as heat and smoke, elevated inflammation, and oxidative stress. And it goes ahead and it cites some of the research. So if you're a firefighter, this would be important for you. Um, and it does go on to talk about the study with firefighters. It's a very long article, but it's a good read. Okay, so after the study, after a 15-year follow-up, a dose-response relationship was observed among sauna frequency and cardiovascular mortality rates. Participants who attended one, two, or three, or more... <laughs> Uh, sauna sessions a week had reduced their cardiovascular mortality rate. And, okay, so provided that healthcare spending will likely exceed $3 trillion 
this year, and this was in 2021, um, 75% of those phones will be directed towards modifiable risk factors such as heart disease, diabetes, obesity, hypertension, and some other stuff. Okay, so Big Pharma is talking about being proactive. Go, That's a surprise, actually, to be honest. All right, so the physiological response to acute heat exposure. Sauna bathing and heat exposure are acute stressors that invoke a plethora of physiological responses. Indeed, it would seem counterintuitive to expose a highly stressed population to an additional stressor. However, sauna bathing has emerged in the literature as a potential intervention for improving multiple markers of CMD, and the present data demonstrate a trend in a positive physiological effect. So, sauna equals good for you. It goes on to state a whole bunch of things about blood pressure, um, a whole bunch of other research here. Again, please go read it. I'll put it in my link tree. So, cardiometabolic benefits of chronic heat exposure. This is point number four in the article. Although brief exposure to sauna bathing can result in short-lasting benefits such as reduction of blood pressure and improvement of arterial stiffness, chronic and repeated heat exposure can upregulate several beneficial enzymes and pathways resulting in greater stress tolerance, a more robust cellular environment, and increased health. So by exposing yourself to the uh, heat, to the sauna, um, it actually gives you more bandwidth or capacity to deal with like a high stress occupation, according to the research. Scrolling through the article, we're going to skip about six paragraphs and some diagrams. Bear with me here. Okay, so we're going to jump down to the conclusion. In conclusion, Sauna bathing is generally recognized as a safe and has been emerged as a practical intervention to improve the overall health of individuals serving in high-stress occupations. The physiological benefit that sauna bathing offers are observable at the cellular level and in the whole organism. And these benefits can already be experienced after a single sauna bathing session. Although, data which demonstrates a clear link between heat stress and beneficial cellular mechanisms are lacking, the potential of sauna bathing to mitigate metabolic risk factors is of clinical importance and offers uh, doctors, blah, 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 clinicians, actually the technical word, a low-risk, robust, and innovative treatment approach for combating CMD, or cardiometabolic disease, often observed in individuals with a high-stress occupation. Okay, future research should focus on the use of sauna bathing as an intervention for these individuals and examine the effects of both acute and chronic exposure to saunas on physiological responses and possibly performance measures. Okay, so that was a mouthful. Now I'm going to give you my two cents on sauna because I know that's why you're all listening to this. So... I started doing sauna more regularly in 2018. 
uh, and shortly thereafter. Now, we all know 2020 was a cluster, and it kind of threw everybody off. So it uh, wasn't a whole lot of sounding going on in 2020, 2021. I joined a different gym in 2021, and they have a sauna. So I started using the sauna again more frequently. Now, until I started reading this article, I didn't know anything about, you know, the uh, effects sauna has on somebody's ability to deal with stress. Now, when I go through this research page, I think about, you know, uh, it's kind of, oh, I'm trying to find the line between like physical benefits and uh, like mental benefits, right? So it talks about a lot of physiological things. So by exposing yourself to sauna, I know like for your, uh, for like your metabolism and, you know, like your heart rate and stuff like that, it's all elevated while you're in the sauna. So I'll, I'll look at my heart rate monitor while I'm in the sauna. My resting heart rate is roughly 60 over 120 and beats per minute while I'm in the sauna can literally range from 110 to 150 depending on how long I'm sitting in there and what I did prior to going in the sauna. So actually if I walk in, if I do the assault bike or the uh, airdyne bike, like some battle ropes, two minutes before I walk downstairs and go sit in the sauna, um, my heart rate will get 130 plus. Now I do a lot of high intense cardio I do a lot of interval training. I do a lot of just intense training. So my heart rate getting up that high has never worried me. Um, sitting in the sauna has never worried me. If you're someone who is new to sauna and new to doing those high intensity workouts, I would really caution you, you know, don't think that more is better. Um, if you're new to sauna, keep your sauna session short and take breaks. That's something I would, uh, recommend as well. And I, I take breaks, even though, even though I've been doing it for a long time, I still take breaks. So I might sit in there for 10 or 15 minutes. Now keep in mind, this might be one of those days where I do battle ropes and then go sit in the sauna. I'll sit in there for 10 minutes and I'll go walk four laps around the pool, go sit back in the sauna for 10 minutes, go walk four laps around the pool and then go sit back there for another 10. So I get 30 minutes of sauna and two or three minutes of, you know, quote unquote, rest time or cool down time, uh, in between those 10 minute sessions. And it works great for me. Um, physically, I think it helps with recovery. I'm talking from, you know, my own perspective. And then mentally, as you sit there in the sauna, you know, and I prefer to do it without headphones, without music. Occasionally I'll do a podcast in there, but it's uh, far and few between. But anyways, you know, as you just sit there, you know, look at your watch, look at the clock and you're trying to, you know, just make it that one more minute, one more minute. And it's really a, a mental game changer. In my opinion, um, if you can expose yourself to that heat and just grin and bear it, um, and then sweat out all that stress. And I, I do believe there's a, for me, there's a strong connection between body and mind. If I stress my body, voluntarily stress my body, put my body through, you know, these grueling workouts, go sit in the sauna, push that extra minute. And 
when I get out of the sauna, you know, I feel like a million bucks. When I leave the gym, I feel like a million bucks. And for me, in a, a mental capacity, it feels great. You know, does it help me deal with stress better? Uh, I don't know. It's hard to say. Um, but it is a stress reliever. And then from a bandwidth perspective, I guess you could say, you know, if you have all this stress built up in you, um, maybe that does give you a better ability to deal with stress, right? Because if you can sweat it out in the sauna and free up some of that bandwidth that you have going on up there, uh, when something stressful happens, maybe, yeah, I could see that. You can have more bandwidth for stress. And then just kind of rinse and repeat, I guess, you know. I don't really like that saying, rinse and repeat. But that's the routine that I have. So gym, sauna, um, sweat it out. It really does help me a lot um, dealing with stress. So if you're, you know, a veteran or law enforcement, first responder, you know, a firefighter or somebody like that who deals with those high stress situations, um, I can understand where you're coming from. And it's one of the main reasons I work out. Uh, it, you know, I picked up working out probably the most on my first deployment. Um, so it's kind of like a counter argument to talking about, you know, these high stress occupations, uh, making you have like low physical activity, depending on what your job is. That could be true. It could completely be true. You could be sitting in front of a monitor all day and night. Um, but otherwise, you know, maybe you are physically active on my deployments. I stayed relatively active working and then even more active at the gym, wherever that may be. So like on, you know, now I'm just reminiscing about deployment stuff, but, uh, first deployment, we worked out all the time. You know, we, uh, we had the ability to do that. Uh, we traveled a lot. We convoyed a lot. So it was a lot of standing up in the turret. There you go. There's a good example. Standing up in the turret, not doing anything, sitting behind the wheel of a truck, not doing anything for hours and hours and hours on end. And then we get to the next base, to the next fob, uh, you know, depending on what our mission was, download our gear, drop our equipment off, and go hit the chow hall at nighttime and go hit the gym. Um, you know, and again, depending on what the mission was, we might be loading equipment or unloading equipment as well, which you know, that's physical activity. So, uh, but the gym was a great way to deal with the stress of being out on convoys and on the road and definitely part of my, uh, reintegration process coming off deployments. Um, yeah, great for stress. Leave it at that. So if you're a high stress occupation, I suggest you go read this article again. It'll be in my link tree on Instagram. I'll try to link it on Spotify, um, as well just a great article to read, but you know, sauna, I give it two thumbs up. I highly recommend doing it. If you're new to it, you know, just dip your toe in, in the water, you know, metaphorically speaking, dip your toe in the water. Don't do, you know, a hundred burpees and then go get in the sauna, you know, cause you're going to really, exp you're going to overstress yourself. And then you're going to probably end up one of these cardio metabolic diseases if you do that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just, you know, at scale, start small and just keep going. So that's all I've got. If you have anything you want to add to this, feel free to reach out to me um, or leave me a comment down in the comment section. 
I'm always, you know, appreciative of comments and likes and, you know, broadening the conversations here. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening.